Blog Talk Radio. Oh, we thought that things would work out in the end, but friends are not friends and enemies are so close to me. I don't know who you supposed to be, so contemplate that before approaching me. Hey, fool, run that shit the fuck back, man. Get a lot for that. I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime. I'm a 
self-made hustler, top of the line. I'm representing my mans on the block. The chopper working move, grams on the block. White cedar, city cat cock. 40 on the waist, 22 on the side. Who would have thought shorty grow up to sell rock? And finally be the man on his own spot. Learn a trick with a glass jar. Hey man, stop with all that aggressive shit, man. I got you. Not this one. Yep. Yep. Greetings and salutations, man. Yeah. Nothing's changed but the age and the address I be And delivery, the sneakers and the strands of my weed So I guess I have changed into the man that you've seen Women wanna drive me crazy, I don't hand them the keys Underground like the pipeline, past tense So here's a hit to raise my lifetime average They perpetrating cause the nighttime's lavish Sipping white wine for that high life status Limelight crashes I just write rhymes, fine lines, smashes From where flight time happened, I'm Jimmy Jammin' St. Paul, Minneapolis, I'll set a standard Second chance, the resurrection of Ed O'Bannon Eat you alive like Jonah and the whale Walk the road to success for the holiest of grails But for once in my life, I ain't rolling by myself Riding with animals like Noah when he sails Locally minded, into globally grinding Shalom <laughs> What's up, man? Yeah. Meta said I can't be on that, on that heart. Come on. And it just so happened, I would end up to love me some rapping. Feeling so good just to create and be understood. But hold up, wait, that's not just what we having in. Wishing I could just take it back to win. When I was just practicing, but these days chicks actressing just for what's up to the fame to make associations to your name. Backup man, when did I become your backup plan? Come on, hands up like a stick up. You really need to find another victim. And what you think of doing would be if he drank his espresso, spitting fire, holding down his metro. Say my name, man, and hear it echo. Commonly referred to as special. Watch me do my thing, wet my ass with the game. Grab a hold of your soul and never let go. Music is what's supposed yeah. to keep people inspired to keep them seeing this invisible beauty of the mind and spirit. Spirit, that's what music is for. It didn't originate on this planet, it came from somewhere else. Gifts, they give gifts, gifts, gifts to this planet. The music can do things for you. a better way.
sleeping on walls, man. Can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave. Thinking for myself, man, it's time to get paid. Telling all my people's look, let's get paid. Asking no boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave. Thinking for myself, man, it's time to get paid. Cause I'm about to die, this broke life, died in this reggae. Plus, don't smoke right, hot to my heyday. That don't sound right, shit don't act right, rock won't stack right. At least it don't stack like it used to Let your brother kill himself, tell me what would you do So now I'm trying to see my money boo-coo No type of felines acting all new school I know what happens more than usual Catch you when I poop through to a stage near you If not, grab two and come through All of you gonna let the money get crucial But I won't excuse my behavior A lack thereof when it comes to the paper Time to get buzzed and stack some major It's do it get done over when I hear player Asking on boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave. Thinking for myself, man, it's time to get paid. Telling all my people's look, let's get paid. Asking on boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave. Thinking for myself, man, it's time to get paid.
I'd like to welcome you to another episode of The Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I am your host, So L, the speaker of truth L, speaker of truth L. I know y'all, a lot of y'all call me Sod. A lot of y'all call me Sod. It's cool. It's cool. I love y'all. But I am your host, So L. Welcome. How y'all doing today? Come on, send me some energy. Let me get this together. I apologize. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Welcome to the foundation. This is the foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. The mind state of a private trustee. So once again, welcome to the foundation. The foundation where we understand incorrect information, incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information, incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So we're looking to apply correct information correctly here on the foundation. The foundation is a unincorporated organization organized in the form of trust with the main thrust or cause to be reestablished and re-educate with regards to the foundational understanding of commerce. So that's what we're doing here. We're going to start off by saying all thanks, praises, honors due to the Creator and the ancestors. For without them, we would not be here. I want to say peace and big up to big brother Yusuf, Yusuf L, HighFrequencyRadioNetwork.com, creator, peace to the big brother. If it wasn't for Yusuf, y'all probably would have never met me. HighFrequencyRadioNetwork.com, obviously, do your dance. He's constantly working on that. So be patient with the brother. Welcome to the foundation, Doc. Just how it sounds. Welcome to the foundation.com. You sign up for the email list. It's right there on the main page. Sign up for the email list. Definitely want to do that. Get the inside scoop. Honestly and obviously from the website, you can also access the Welcome to the Foundation Instagram page. Welcome to the Foundation Facebook page, Twitter page. I think it's Foundation for Law on Twitter. But you definitely want to do that as we continue and as we proceed. 
We're going to be driving more and more content out on these, you know, social media platforms. I already feel the band hammer on Instagram took down a couple of the posts. Maybe I'm talking too much. I want to say peace to all the listeners, all the live listeners right now called into the switchboard. I mean, wow. I mean, every show is more and more callers. Peace to y'all. Everyone who's called in. Live callers, I want to say peace to all the internet listeners. Those who are listening to the show right now via your internet browser, whether it's your mobile browser, a traditional, traditional browser. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I want to say peace to all the archive listeners. I want to say peace to all the podcast listeners. Yeah, I'm talking to you, all the MP3 listeners and those who are sharing the MP3s and sharing the shows. I appreciate everyone sharing the show and sharing the broadcast. I'm just trying to, you know, get this information out. Nothing stays the same. The only thing you can expect to stay the same is there's always going to be constant change. So who's to say how long I'm going to be out here putting out this information? Luckily and hopefully, you know, there's archive versions and so on and so forth, and you can definitely get a hold of me in the present by email, emailing me at admin at welcome to the foundation.com. I want to say peace to the trustees. Salute and all those investing in their private education. And I definitely want to say peace to anyone I've done business with in the private. Anyone who sent an email, anyone who sent well wishes or current events, peace is the event. Or anyone who's otherwise added to the foundation. Definitely want to say peace to y'all. You know, you know, every show I got to get that out. All right, I'm loose, I'm loose. Y'all good? I'm back. I was, went out of the country. It was one of, my, one of my first vacations in a long time. I had a great time, you know, with the fam. You got a bunch of sun. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it really just didn't work. You know, didn't answer the phone, wasn't getting real good service. So I feel refreshed. I'm ready to go. Obviously, you can tell the mind state of a trustee or the mind state of a private trustee. Like, come back to my pancaking, pancaking toes days. You know what I mean? So let's let's just get it. This, you know, been some things that happened personally around me in my life that makes me feel like it's even more important. And necessary to get this information out right now. Plus, you know, stuff that's going on with markets and what have you. But we'll get into that with, you know, the current events. But I want to say peace to everybody. Sorry I missed y'all last week. You know, I was thinking about y'all. It was hard. It was tough. But I made it. I made it through the vacation. So I hope y'all had a great week. Hope you studied. Maybe check out the archive episode of Welcome to the Foundation. Sign up for the email list. I hope you did something constructive. You know what I'm saying? But you know what it is. Let's get back to work. So let's get started up with these current events. U.S. consumer prices drop, but core inflation is firming. This is on Reuters. This is today. U.S. consumer prices fell for the first time in 10 months. In March, you know, this stuff always comes out like a month later, so on and so forth. So they're talking about last week. This is weighed down by the decline in the cost of gasoline, but underlying inflation continued to firm amid rising prices for health care 
and rental accommodation. If y'all don't understand, if anyone's paying attention, housing is short supply in a lot of major cities. And people can't, you know, are having you know, problems finding where they're going to live. I know in, um, you know, my home city, they're talking about passing a bill to where they're going to put in four plexes in residential neighborhoods, which is, I guess, you know, unheard of where I'm at. But bottom line, they're saying that the consumer prices, got to bear with me. Consumer prices are dropping even though uh, in the headline monthly inflation reading reported by the Labor Department today is likely temporary as producer prices increased solidly in March. In addition, the tightening labor market is expected to start generating significant wage inflation in the second half of the year. As such, many economists believe the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates three more times this year. The U.S. Central Bank Uh, bank increased borrowing costs last month and forecast at least two additional rate hikes in 2018. U.S. inflation is warming up rather than heating up, said Sal Gutierrez, a senior economist at BMO Capital Markets in Toronto. Still, the upward trend could suffice to nudge the Fed three more times this year. So, interest rates are going to continue to go up. Borrowing costs are going up. Falling costs for homes and such and such. I'm gonna move on. Still on Reuters though. U.S. government posts 209 billion deficit in March. United States government ran a 209 billion budget deficit in March as outlays grew and receipts fell. This is what the Treasury Department said today. Economists polled by Reuters. Have forecast the Treasury recording 194 billion shortfall last month. Oops. When accounting for calendar adjustments, I don't know what that means. The deficit, the deficit last month was 165 billion dollars compared with adjusted deficit of 134 billion in the same month in the prior year. The deficit for the fiscal year, which began in October, was 600 billion compared to a deficit of 527 billion in the same period of fiscal 2017. Unadjusted receipts last month totaled $211 billion, is down 3% of March of 2017, while unadjusted outlays grew $420 billion, that's up 7% from the same month earlier. Economy's not looking good, y'all. Um, the stock market tanks, I don't know if y'all saw that. Bear shares jumped, though. On report of U.S. antitrust deal on Monsanto, it's still Reuters. Bear uh, shares jumped nearly 5% uh, yesterday following a media report that the United States Justice Department will allow the German Drugs and Pesticides Group to acquire Monsanto in a $62.5 billion deal. The Justice Department reached an agreement in principle with Bear and Monsanto in recent days after the companies agreed to sell more assets. The Wall Street Journal said late on Monday, citing people familiar with the matter. So, those of you who follow Monsanto, it looks like it's getting its name changed or something. Let's get on the tech. I don't, have any, I don't want to get into many current events. I want to talk about the topic this evening, y'all. So, on the tech, Bitcoin price bubble pops as investors develop immunity to infection. 
Barclays claims the Bitcoin price bubble is popping and Barclays says that this time it will not see a future recovery. Writing in a Tuesday note to clients, the group of Barclays analysts led by Joseph Abay argued that Bitcoin and other so-called asset bubbles chart a similar course to the spread of infectious diseases, uh, which plateaus once the population reaches the immunity threshold. Arguing that there is now near universal awareness about Bitcoin and other crypto assets in developed economies, the analysts claim that the Bitcoin price, which has fallen 65% from its December high, is unlikely to see the sort of recovery it experienced following previous bear markets. We believe the speculative, uh, speculative froth phase of cryptocurrency investment and perhaps peak prices may have passed. That's because, in their view, there are now much fewer investors who have not already developed an immunity to the Bitcoin infection, which is largely spread through word of mouth and relies heavily on investors succumbing to a fear of missing out. On the other hand, though, that indicates that a very small percentage of the world's population has invested in crypto assets, particularly in developing economies where they might be more attractive due to the difficulty that many people have obtaining access to banking and other and other basic financial services. I always wonder, like, you know, they, the news would say cryptocurrencies are, are doing well, but people don't have access to banks. I mean, how are they buying? You know, they're trading for the cryptocurrencies. Vietnam is calling for tougher measures on cryptocurrency um, or cryptocurrency deals amid alleged scams. So a lot of these different countries are um lock uh you know really locking down on on cryptocurrencies I don't see it it as a big surprise you know these any any type of alternative asset is a competitor to the federal reserve note the internal revenue service is um, the collection arm of the treasury with with regards to taxes. And just that, you know, taxes to them are revenue internally. (laughs) So any type of alternative asset that's outside of the control of, you know, any type of major, um, you know, government is going to be a problem. They've been waging war on, you know, these cryptocurrencies, specifically Bitcoin, for the past like six months, maybe five or six months, heavily. So I'm not surprised. Uh, I would kind of agree that I don't think Bitcoin is going to go back up. But I also would say that it's not going anywhere as well. So they're not going to be able to stop it. They can just try to do their best to discredit it and do all these things. And you know what? I'm going to keep it at that for current events. What do you think about that? Short on the current events today. All right, let's do this. So welcome to the foundation. Checking out the show. Very much appreciated. Thank you. Once again, welcome to the foundation.com. At the very least, sign up for the email list. All you gotta do is type your email. Hit the, you know, hit the arrow. Make a thorough. Alright, so that's it for current events. The mindset of a private trustee. Let's get into this. So, 
first and foremost, you know how I do it. I got to start off by saying I'm not an attorney, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a licensed agent of the United States or any entity, the state of any of the, you know, the corporate state jurisdictions, you know, the continental United States, the non-continental United States. Bottom line is, you know, I have no, uh, and I speak in no authority with regard to any public Let's just say, what would I say? I'm not in any public jurisdiction or any public capacity. How about that? Which would include anything, you know, any type of degree or card or bar card or such that would be passed out to those who would be called lawyers or attorneys or tax advisors or, you know, accountants or whatever that I am not. So, you know, that's my main disclosure. When it comes to executing the contract that is known as the foundation, it's all about education, as far as I'm concerned. You gotta do your own research. You gotta fact check. You gotta do not believe what I'm saying at face value, because I don't believe anything anyone says at face value. Pretty much, you gotta be pretty close to me. I'm just gonna take you at your word. You heard? All right, y'all can. <laughs> Y'all can tell I'm in a good mood. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. The mindset of a private trustee. So, you know, this episode right here is assuming that everyone who listens to the foundation understands the ultimate goal, which is to transition to, you know, doing business privately. Period. You know, I know a lot of y'all hit me up, and, you know, sometimes when I respond back, you know, the requested, uh, you know, exchange is can be a kind of over, overwhelming. Nonetheless, maybe you're working your way up to it. Maybe you feel as though you can find the information on your own in the public. Um, or, you know, maybe you're just biding your time because you have your plan. Either way, this is for you, period. And those who are already, you know, administering, I guess this would be like a, you know, an intermediary type uh, or, you know, I would say a primer, not intermediary. It's a primer. Or like primer mindset. Uh, mindset to get you in your proper mind state but there's you know nonetheless there's a mind state required and a specific mindset of and a set of principles specifically that needs to be drawn upon upon at all times when you're executing you know your duties your fiduciary duties in the capacity of a private trustee Alright So y'all know me I'm not You know I don't pull any punches I like to step on toes Sometimes I'll probably Step on my own toes But either way The information's got to get out So Like I said This episode is assuming That you know You are on your way In your transition You are moving towards your transition Or you have your eye on your transition to doing, you know, business privately, to, you know, administering your private affairs from a private standpoint. So, you know, a lot of people don't talk about this. In my opinion, I don't really hear people talking about this stuff. I hear people, you know, talking about other stuff. But I don't think it's important. But that's just me. I have my own opinion, and I'm entitled to that. But with that opinion, you know, come certain aspects and pers- perspectives that I can give to those of differing opinions. And maybe we can, you know, get somewhere. Maybe we can grow. Maybe we can 
you know, build ultimately because that's what it's all about is building. So with that being said, you know, I do want to get into uh, knowledge base, you know, with regards to the mindset of a private trustee. But to understand what I'm talking about, let's just get it out of the way. You know, this is with regards to the administration of a private entity, specifically a trust or two. I don't know how you're doing your dance privately. That's private. But bottom line is we're dealing with entities that do not owe their existence to legislation. Therefore, they are not governed by legislation. We can get into all this foreign and non-resident and all this illness, but the bottom line is if you want to make it just plain and simple because that's how I like to do it because in order to build a foundation, you know, you need to start with simple, uh, you know, sturdy materials, right? Keywords being simple and sturdy. So beyond all this, you know, keywords that you hear, you know, with the foreign and the non and, and the resident and the, and the alien and the non-resident and, and, you know, but beyond all that, we truly and ultimately understand what it is. It's private entity because it owes its existence to the execution of a contract, not because, you know, a benefit granted by a statute of, of a state. Simple. Right? If you didn't catch it, you know, catch the archives, rewind it. To me, it's simple. Maybe it's because I've been dealing with this stuff so long to, that that makes it so simple to me. Or, you know, maybe it's just I've been dealing with it so, so, so long that I'm able to break it down in simplistic terms. I don't know what it is. Now, I mean, it's the ancestors. If you're dealing and administering an entity that does not Oh, it's existence of legislation, therefore it's not governed by legislation. You know, there's a certain power that comes along with that. There's a certain power, benefits, rights, and duties that come along with this particular type of administration, which, you know, ultimately is considered executive trusteeship. Executive trustee. You have executives and corporations, you have executive trustees. You might have junior executives. You know, and administrators and middle management and stuff, you have junior trustees and agents and stuff on the trust side as well. Don't play yourself. To me, it's very simple. I have a lot of background with regards to corporations. I went to school for international business and sales and marketing. It was a double majoring type dance. You know, didn't get a degree because I dropped out because, you know, the business started really picking up. And I never went back, and I don't plan on it. So there. The bottom line is, there's the power, responsibility as well, but a lot of benefits when you're dealing with an entity that isn't governed by a state, the state of, or, you know, the United States for that matter, when it's actually governed by the contract. So that is a, a specific foundation. And if you want to get technical, when we're dealing with, you know, information, let's just say that, when we're dealing with information, it's a higher foundation than, you know, a foundation that a normal person, an average person in the public who is, doesn't have any private training at all. You know what I'm saying? doesn't make you better than them. It is, you know, you know different things than they do. And we all know, we've heard it before, knowledge is power. But, you know, that's only a portion of it. But that's all we hear. But even still. So... There's a knowledge base that needs to be understood. So this is the mindset. You, you, part of the mindset 
And the first principle of the mindset is to understand that you, as a private trustee, have a foundational base in knowledge that those in the public do not have, that your family doesn't have, you know, your girl, your man, you know, whoever, your husband, your wife, your mom, your dad, you know, whatever. These people do not have this knowledge that you have, all right? Now, let me tell you something. You come to me, right, and maybe you went to, I don't know where you went to, right? You were deep sea fishing or something, whatever, and you saw, like, this crazy thing that looked like a mermaid in the water, right? But it wasn't a mermaid, but the way you're describing it to me, it sounds like a mermaid. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see what you saw. I don't know what you know. But the way you're sounding to me, you sound like you're talking crazy. You got to understand that's how you sound. When you go in the public, you're talking about private and public and, you know, this and that and debtors and all this crazy stuff. You sound crazy. You sound like you're describing mermaids, man. Regardless of you are steadfast in what you saw and what you know, these people don't understand what you're talking about. They've never even heard it, more than likely, and the stuff that they have heard about it has been some some crazy fringe group on some weird, stupid stuff, mixing public and private and statute and, and, and natural law and all this weird stuff, yelling at judges and getting pulled over and, and getting their windows broke out and all this other stuff. We, we are trustees, number one. We cannot do anything that brings uh, a bad name or a bad look to the good name of the trust. So we cannot be partaking in that type of behavior. That is not professional. And that's one of another another mindset that I'm going to get to in a second. But I'm going to stick on the knowledge-based mindset. You have to understand the stuff that you're saying sounds like bloopy bloop to most people on, in the public. Part of the reason why, if you are attempting to make moves, you're going into banks and stuff talking crazy to them. You're not getting stuff done. There's an informed family and then there's an uninformed family. We are now becoming a family of the informed. We come from a family of uninformed. There's a thing called empathy. You got to understand the spot that you were at one point in time. And know that the person that you're dealing with, the individual you're dealing with, so on and so forth, is in that same position. That position is ignorance. Ignorance is temporary. And more often than not, is a temporary state of mental, but I'm going to keep it moving. So like I said, basically you're walking in the banks and stuff describing mermaids to people or what sounds like mermaids. So we got to understand there's a knowledge base difference. I was not on the boat with you. I don't have the knowledge you have. And what you're talking to me sounds like you're talking about mermaids, man. And that's weird, bro. So I don't, I don't really want to hear that, fam. Understand that mindset. They do, private principles are not taught in the public. Private administration is not taught in the public. When you get up in front of these people in the public, people who work at the bank, at the counter, so on and so forth, they do not know what you're talking about. Do not get upset. Do not get angry. I want you to write this down. There's a book called The Four Agreements. It's a small little book. You get on Amazon, it can't be more than like $7 shipped. It's called The Four Agreement. Agreement is by like Miguel Ruiz or something like that. Okay, man, I'm messing the, the brother's name up. But it's called The Four Agreements. 
I think the first rule is not to take anything personal. And when you do that in the public, when you don't take things personal, when you understand that these people don't want to deal with your attitude, working that job that they're working at is enough. They feel trapped. They feel like, you know, the American dream isn't working out for them. You know, you don't know what type of home they came from that day. If they got yelled at, if they tripped, if they stubbed their toe, they got into a car accident. If they found out one of their um, teenage children is pregnant. If the child support is just killing them, you don't know what these people are dealing with. So when you go in there talking about mermaids, and they get upset, and then and then we get upset back. We forgot the knowledge base. Main principle mindset of a private trustee. Understand that there's a bit, a large gap in the knowledge base of what's going on. Understand that they more than likely have to go back or find something in their you know, internal computer system, some little form or click little box that they've never clicked before. And they don't like their, they probably don't, most people don't like their lives. They're not enjoying life. Now, I feel sorry for them. But as a private trustee, you're executing contract. You have a, you have a job to do. We don't have time to sit here and go back and forth with people anymore. Get all ignorant. Turn up. Pop off. It brings a bad name to the trust. To the family name. Also, you go in there and get live, you might appear like a scammer. You go in there talking about something they ain't never heard before. You're on the public. You're trying to do something private or something quasi-private, or you're trying to do something public with a private entity. It's recognized to do business in over 120 countries, the United States being one of those countries. But they don't know that. They were educated in the state school. You understand, most people who deal with this type of entity are restructuring and reorganizing international corporations. They're dealing with you know, people in the uh, the $30 million club, $10 million in assets, $10 million in investment capital, and their businesses make $10 billion a year. These, these people were educated in the state school. They got a job in the state, and they pay state taxes, and they pay federal taxes because they use the social. They haven't been studying like you. They haven't been reading like you. Matter of fact, They've, we've been training the public to dislike reading. We've been training the public to dislike work. We associate work with work, you know, working for someone else, or work with, like, school. And either way, we're just trying to get away. We're trying to get to the weekend. That's a whole other conversation. So, yeah, you might go in there popping off, talking weird and stuff to these state-educated individuals, these state-educated Persons acting in a public capacity, you might come off as a scammer. So now you're getting treated like a scammer. You're going to get more of an attitude because now you feel like they're treating you like a scammer. And then what happens? You have to treat the contract. There's only ter- certain types of individuals that can be a trustee. You need to keep it real, speaker of truth. Not everybody is cut up to be a trustee. I've had plenty of people who sign up, you know, and get down with the trustee training and fall off. 
it's over 50% that stick around, but I mean, it's a, you know, I can't lie and be like, oh, everybody's, you know, some people just poof. It's not for everybody. You got to understand when it comes to this type of lifestyle, when it comes to this type of understanding and knowledge, when it comes to this type of administration, when you get to this level, you understand that there's always going to be people who are going to be needed to told what to do. Not everybody is responsible. Not everybody takes their medicine. Not everybody can sit there and have someone give them constructive criticism about their character, emotional mind state, or how they do their work and not get defensive and start deflecting and projecting and getting angry. Most people can't do that. Most people don't know what to do with their lives. Most people don't know what they want to do. And it's easier for them to be told what to do. And we've been trained from, from the cradle to the first job interview to listen to what we're told to do. And some of us who listen to these types of programs and these types of, you know, uh, broadcasts ain't got it. Unless you do. But who's that up to? That's up to you. Takes me on to professionalism. We need to be professional. When we go into the public, we're in the public. Every time you step out that front door, you are in the public. And if you are administering trust properly, if you've transitioned or are beginning to transition privately, everything you do almost in the public is by contract indenture. Every time you spend a dollar, a dime, every time you walk into a place, every time you call a public entity and talk to their customer service, nine times out of ten, you are acting in a fiduciary capacity. You must remain professional. It's hard for people to swallow. It's hard for people to understand. We're so used to being able to turn up at McDonald's because they forgot our fries and sweet and sour sauce. We're so used to being able to turn up at the grocery store or, you know, when we're driving on the road and someone cuts us off and get honking and give them the finger and stuff, you can't do that when you're driving in a trust vehicle. You understand what I'm saying? That is the mindset of a private trustee. It goes deep. So you must remain professional at all times. Like I said, you are executing a contract. When you are in the public, you are doing business in the name of a private entity, i.e. a trust, which means when you are in the public, you are under fiduciary responsibility and in your capacity as trustee. You must remain professional at all times. You must put forth the good character and good name of the trust for which you are acting on behalf of. It's not just you. You carry a last name that will be carried by heirs. You can't just be in the public flipping out on the floor in the grocery store because the European want to talk to you crazy and, and say the N-word. We must remain professional at all times. This is the mindset of a private trustee. So we don't stunt. Professionalism, we don't stunt. 
Y'all know what stunning is. For unknown people. Making them feel lower than you. Making them feel stupid. We don't do that. We understand that we have information that they do not have. If they're acting a certain way, if they have a certain attitude, it's more than likely that they're flustered because they're at their job every day and everything's cool. And I walked in and I'm talking to them and they don't know half of the stuff I'm talking about and they got to go figure it out. You've been working there for 10 years and one guy walks in or one sister walks in with sweatpants and some sneakers and now you got to work. You weren't planning on working today. Now you're flustered. And I'm standing here watching you flounder. So now you feel a certain way. You feel under pressure. Of course, of course you're going to have an attitude. Of course, you're probably going to take that attitude out on me. I'm making you work, A, and I'm also making you look like you don't know what you're doing. You're not used to being in that position. I understand that. No, I'm not going to take it personal. Why would I? I don't know what your life is like at home. I don't know if your toilet broke this morning and you're sitting there wondering if it's spraying water all over your porcelain. That's none of my business. And I know you don't know me. So I'm going to remain professional. Most people, like I said, are ignorant and ignorance is temporary. Being professional in accommodating may gain you an ally. If you're professional, if you're accommodating, you go into the public, you're agreeable. You don't have an attitude. You're more than likely high probability going to teach this person something that they did not know about their job. You're going to teach this person something that they were not taught in public school, something they were not taught by their bosses, their administrators. Employee training It's not in the employee handbook I didn't learn this in orientation I don't know about this You're going to be accommodating And you're from then on You're going to be known as that person That walked in the door Not only did you know some stuff That they didn't know And teach them something new But you were cool about it And you didn't make You didn't make me feel stupid About something I didn't know About my own job I'm going to be happy to see you every time. And on top of that, every time you walk in, I'm going to assume every time you walk in, even if I don't know what you're saying, it's legit. It's legit because, you know, last time you walked in, taught me something, and I've been here 10 years. Sister, sister had walked in Wells Fargo. Sister had been, she had just been there for 25 years. She had a little thing on her, on her desk. said 25 years of service at Wells Fargo. Hey, I feel sorry for the sister. I pray for her. I'm, I'm just playing, but I'm not joking. But she had been, and I was like, ooh, did they send you to an island? She was like, no, they sent me to Michigan. And I just stopped talking about it because I didn't want to say anything negative. If I worked somewhere for 25 years, you sent me to Michigan, we're going to have problems. When you get back, there's going to be, you know, some stuff missing probably. Give me a quick Um, But no, seriously, she had been there for 25 years, Wells Fargo. Right? Walked in there one day, a few years back. With the trustee mindset, private trustee mindset, taught her something. Taught her something new she had never seen before in her life, before ever. Sister had to print out the the steps on how to open accounts and had to see that there was another type of trust. 
and what that type of trust was. And then she looked at my documentation, and, you know, she saw that everything was in order. She had a couple questions, and I reminded her a couple things. You know, I was just very calm. I wasn't upset. I had plenty of time. You know, I wasn't in a hurry or rush or anything like that. I had no emotional negative edge about me at all. My aura was pure. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. But. So, you know, we took our time. The sister learned something, you know. And then I came in another time, dealt with her again. You know, I, I subsequently ended up opening up multiple accounts and then, you know, local clients I bring to that specific branch. And every time they see me, it doesn't matter. It's fine. It's good. Every single time. I can bring a client. You can just say my name. And they'll be like, oh, oh, okay. And she'll take care of you because she knows what it is. And she had been there 25 years and had never seen the entity that I was dealing with. But when she looked into her, her, her system, she saw it. And it was just right there, but she had never had to deal with it before. The branch manager came out all nosy, super nosy, mad nosy. Had to be cool, though. Had to remain professional. You know, we don't like nosy people, especially. So, our man, you know, our main professional, she, you know, the branch manager helped out a little bit. But I'm sure the sister learned something. And she appreciated that. I'm sure she appreciated my attitude. I'm sure she appreciated my professionalism. And it shows. So, that's a good relationship. You're going to be administering private estates for the rest of your life. And you're going to pass them down to your heirs. You want to develop personal relationships, especially with bankers that you're dealing with. Seriously, let's just be honest. So professionalism, one of the mindsets of a private trustee. Because like I said, they will definitely appreciate you teaching them what they were never taught. Remember that. Mindset of a trustee, mindset of a private trustee, you also understand privacy. Probably should have said that first, right? There's a reason why I left it for third. Privacy is maybe not what you thought, at least what I'm going to say. Privacy means, as a trustee, if your trust indenture has any type of legit qualities about it, legitimacy. It will have a non-disclosure agreement, which means you are under contract to not disclose any business of the trust beyond what is absolutely necessary. Perfect example. Go into the bank or open up a bank account. You give, you give them the necessary trust documents that are, you know, made available to the public because, you know, there's, there's got to be private. There's got to be public. And, you know, you got the EIN and everything's cool. Everything's, you know, legit. Typing away on the computer. Oh, okay, this is cool. So this is this is a trust. Yeah, yeah, it's a trust. Okay. So no, you doing business with it? It's a business trust. Oh yeah, 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 I've heard of those before. Okay, so yeah, what kind of business you do? What are you gonna say? Remember, you got it. 
Understand the knowledge base, principle number one. There's a difference in knowledge. You got to understand that you got to remain professional at all times. Principle number two. And number three, you got to keep the privacy though. So what do you do? I'm going to tell you what I say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, um, you know, we dabble a little bit in technology, do some consulting, but um, we're really looking to get more and more into, you know, um, getting uh, private clients. What? What did I, I, did I, what did I just say? I didn't say anything. Did I say anything? I didn't say anything. Oh, okay, okay. Most times they're not going to ask you again. They're not going to ask you to specify because it would seem as though you're prying, kind of prying into my business. I, I, did, I answered your question. What do you mean? And, you know, from a professional standpoint, they're not going to do that. Because, you know, they're representing a bank, and everyone's on their best behavior when they got that name tag on. Well, most people are. Well, yeah, you're under non-disclosure, so uh, you're going to be as vague as possible. You're not going to be disgruntled. You're not going to say, that's private. I want a contractual. You, you, are you intending to impair the obligation of the contract? Because that goes against the constitutional mandate, your delegation of authority that comes to you from the state uh, or the control of curtain. You know, just get into all that stuff, you know. But just be vague. Just be vague. Think about it before you go in there. You know, what am I going to say? You know, who's that? Uh, okay, so if you ask me this, what I want to say about this, so on and so forth. So you're prepared, so you're not kind of caught off guard. Because you don't want to be coming off as having an attitude or being disrespectful. And you definitely don't want to come off as, you know, being some sort of scammer. Because either way, it's bad. It's going it's to you know, start talking about they got to afford it to legal and all this other stuff. And, I mean, either way, it's going to work out. You know, especially if you're, you know, I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me back up. Either way, it's going to work out if you're in the trustee training with me. So, I don't know about what else you're doing. But, you know, it does add some time on to, you know, in this instance, opening up that bank account. But maintaining privacy is is very important. Um, You're under non-disclosure, like I said, and you can't disclose anything with regards to the nature of the business of trust. Technically, you got to have a board of trustees meeting to determine whether or not this information or these, you know, these these facts can be disclosed, and then you know adjourn or close the meeting, and then go back to wherever you were, and then let them know, I guess, what you know what the deal was. But either way, I would say be vague. You always want to be accommodating. You want to be, you know. Agreeable is what I would say. Understand that, you know, most people don't have the best of circumstances, the best of life before they even see you or before they even saw you. They weren't in the best of moods. Most people are just acting. That's why they go out on the weekends or, you know, even sometimes every day, you know, they drink a lot, you know, do a lot of drugs and stuff because, you know, these are, you know, mechanisms and behaviors of escapism. They're looking to escape, you know, their actual reality. And that just comes through, you know, um, a lack, a feeling of lack of control, a feeling of hopelessness. And when we really understand where most of our brothers and sisters are at, 
we will interact with them differently. And you will have exceptionally better and more beneficial results for the things that you're attempting to accomplish, not only professionally, but privately, emotionally, so on and so forth. That's why one of the things that I say is, you know, enjoy yourself and take care of yourself because once you start doing that, you can start to enjoy yourself with other people and take care of other people. And it's very rewarding to do that and to be able to do that and see the smile on people's faces, you know, either when they see you or because of the effect that you have on their life. And all of us are looking to move private to make our lives better. And if we can't, if we just just aren't able to make our lives better, at least make the lives of our children better. And I understand that. That's why, you know, put together curriculum, you know, trustee training that I offer to those who inquire. And if you're looking to, you know, get into this training, you can email me at admin at welcome to the foundation.com. And I'll hit you back, let you know how it works. How it's set up, what the curriculum is, how often we meet, what other materials are required that I'm going to provide, so on and so forth, and we'll get you started. But the knowledge base and an understanding the knowledge base difference is one of the biggest things that I've noticed that trustees that I've trained have a hard time dealing with. And not everyone, and it's you know it's, it's a smaller number. But being empathetic, being what you would say nice to those who don't know what we know is what we need to learn. In my opinion, it's like being a bully. We saw them in school picking on the little kids and stuff that they couldn't fight back for themselves and stuff. Same thing. The way, you know, a private trustee is engaging in specific behavior with those in the public could be looked at as very similar. There's a level of humility Number four We're out of time So I'm not going to get through all these I'm going to have to do uh, Maybe a part two Next week or something But humility Is important In the mindset of a private trustee You got to be humble Like I said We can't be stunting on people the best way to make an enemy, make someone that you know doesn't want to see you succeed, they don't want you to see to see you walk out that door is what you came in there with, and actually it'll make them feel better. Sad to say, if they're able to stall you out, and that's just because you know where they're at in life, and you know that being a victory to them or you know an intent of theirs, just you know speaks on them and not you, and it's not a, it's not for us. To get into these, you know, what I call pity pat fights with those of a lesser understanding than us. Or argue with the fool because those watching can't distinguish who the fool is. And like I said, you know, last show, there's, you know, seven levels of humanity or seven levels of being human or animal. The lowest level being a beast. To me, you know, not taking care of each other, not understanding each other, is, you know, kind of beastly behavior, you know? Second level is mankind. I always wondered about that compound word, mankind. You know? Mankind. Like, if you gave me some fish 
and was like, this is fish kind. I'm like, what? He gave me some rice. Like, yo, this is some rice kind. Like, it's not rice? Nah, it's rice kind. So you mean kind of like rice? Mankind. So like kind of like it, man? I was always confused. The third level is man. The fourth level is human. The fifth level is human being. The sixth level is being. The seventh level is God. And we all know God being no, you know, one who controls his own or her own thoughts, actions, and behaviors. And is a builder and not a destroyer in everyday circumstances, minute to minute, moment to moment, hour to hour, building more than destroying. That's emotional building, psychological building, physical building, personal, interpersonal building. And that's why, you know, here on high frequency, we say peace to the gods. Because salute to those who already know subconsciously or consciously the mindset of a private trustee. Because you are indeed a noble and you might not know it. And let me say, last but not least, the mindset of a private trustee, understanding that the trust is the law, and that there's really no one in the public that can help you administer your private estate. And when I say in the public, I mean with a public designation, you know, employee, manager is a public designation, uh, you know, realtor, what else, police officer. A lawyer, attorney, doctor, uh, shoemaker. <laughs> you know, all these are, you know, public, what would I say, designations, you know, I mean, positions, public hats that are worn by private individuals as they interact with commerce. To get their, you know, daily bread Or, you know, more than likely buy weekly bread So, you know, you got statutes You got codes, you got regulations None of which Have jurisdiction Or standing against the trust instrument I mean, you can look into some American jurisprudence. You can look into some restatement on the laws of trust. But like I said, you know, stuff in the public is lacking with regards to private. So once again, my offer to you, sister, brother, private trustee training. You can email me, admin, at welcometothefoundation.com, and we can talk about it. See if you, you know, Want to accept the offer There's five elements to a contract Meeting in the minds Offer, acceptance, performance, consideration I will perform with the educational curriculum And all the necessary materials required As long as you provide the necessary consideration And that's it There's a mindset of a private trustee You know I got trustees that hit me up And you know 
They're arguing. I, you know, I can hear them. They're arguing with the person behind the desk, and I have to get on the phone and try to calm the situation down. And, you know, and you know, and then they don't even want to deal with you. So I feel like, you know, this is, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say public information, but we family. Family's private. They're my family, so I'm, I'm putting this out there. For me to you, with love, straight up, positive intention, charitable nature, something that you want to think about as we lay the foundation. Because there's a lot of stuff that we learn, technical aspects, micro and macro aspects with regards to administration of private entities, what it is, how do I, you know, um, express it, uh, how do I, you know, get it recognized, um, how do I avoid audits, how do I not get in trouble, la 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 you know what I'm saying, how do I remain private, but, you know, a lot of times the actual etiquette and the mindset of the behavior, standpoint, disposition, and constitution of the trustee is lost. So there it is. I'm going to go to the phone line. Here we go. We got about, oh, man. Look at all y'all. Time flies. Oh, here flapping my gums. Why don't y'all tell me? Man. All right, let's go to the phone line. Well, hold on. Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. One of the biggest things that was done was... um. As we were raised, unbeknownst to us, through many different distinctions and different angles and avenues, did it come at us. But, you know, as we were raised, our power, you know, our individual power, whether it's over ourselves or, you know, over our surroundings, was slowly but surely, in most cases, outside of us. So taken from inside of us. And drawn outside So you know whether it's you know A school administrator or mom or dad Or you know Jesus or God Or you know uh, a principal Or you know, the teacher or the police Or the judge or whatever you know We were taught from a young age Moving forward That all authority Lies outside of us All drive lies outside of us All direction and distinction lies without Please understand What I'm about to say that is utter and complete bullshit. Excuse my language. I don't usually, you know, partake of, you know, that type of vernacular during the show, but I'm so serious. And, you know, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. And I'm not playing. This is a cliche. I'm not trying to get attention. I don't care. But it hurts when I see people who don't see themselves. When I meet people who don't see themselves. When I, when I deal with people who don't see themselves, you know, and, and and they look they're looking and everyone's looking and most people are looking outside of themselves for some sort of res, res, resolution for some sort of you know change for for something you know but what i want to say is this it is inside you right now it just has not been cultivated i you know i can say that for a long time, even you know, junior high, I remember. Like I already knew what I was gonna do, and today, what I thought I was gonna do, I'm not doing. But I achieved and drove and uh, 
just made large strides towards it. And I was able to achieve what I was looking for. Most people I'm looking around, they don't do that. We don't do that. And, you know, I came from a very, very low economical position. Seriously. Really low. I mean, roaches, you know, I don't even like to get into it because it, it really triggers stuff in me. And, you know, I have psychologically that I deal with, even with my family right now, stemmed from how I grew up and the, the conditions that I had to grow up in that still bother me and still affect me to this day. And my children don't have to deal with, but they still have to deal with the effects of me growing up like that. And most of us grew up in, in a situation where we weren't prioritized. We were actually anti-prioritized. We grew up in a situation where we didn't, we, we were taught that we didn't matter or that someone else mattered more. And most of us grew up in a situation that success and, and, and satisfaction and significance and so on and so forth was so far away from where I was, it was really even hard to even begin to even think about doing anything beyond what I already knew that I was, which was nothing. And I want to tell you right now, everyone who is listening to this right now, that you have no idea the power that you hold within yourself, within your mind, within your heart, within your soul. And one of the biggest issues you will have on your deathbed with bed sores on your back, tubes in your nose, thinking about your life, is that you didn't try. You didn't try. It's going to be one of your biggest regrets. I promise you. And it's going to be true. And the reason why we don't try is because we do not believe. And the main thing we don't believe in is in ourselves. And that, if you ask me, is one of the greatest tricks that was ever pulled on us. So regardless of what hurdles you got, how high the walls are, whether it's monetary, time-wise, or whatever, on your journey, please, for your brother's soul, believe in yourself. It starts small and it gets larger and larger. Please make me proud. Please make me proud. Please make me proud. Because if you don't work for it, you will not get it. If you don't reach for it, you won't grasp it. If you don't run towards it, you won't make it. And if you don't have it in your hands, you can't throw it in the air. You can't give it to someone else. Happiness. A model on how to be successful. Some money. A house. Shit. Anything. If you don't have it, peace of mind, love, if you don't have it in your hands, you cannot throw it in there. I want you to listen to that. I want you to hear what I'm saying. I don't care if you believe what I'm saying or not. Listen to what I said. And you'd be like, oh, he's talking about me. He, he ain't talking about me. Man, if I was there, I would shake you because <laughs> I am talking about you. We the type of people that, you know, whenever there's a raffle or, you know, someone's winning something, it's never me. I never win it. It's always the other guy that the good stuff happens to. All right, well, that's about to change. 
and whatever, whatever I can do to help, I'm here for you. I got your back. Like, respond. And I'm not playing. But there's only so much I can do. And I can't carry you. But I can walk with you. So as you begin to transition to the private, please keep in mind the mindset of a private trustee. No matter what your hurdles are, the walls or whatever, you're going to make it eventually. You're going to get there before you think you're going to get there. And when you do get there, you're going to be doing things that you didn't think you were going to be doing. It's not what you thought. Every time we go exploring, go to a new country, you have an idea or so on and so forth, but then when you get here, it might be same or similar, but there's other stuff that you didn't even take into consideration. And that's what it is with growing, you know, transitioning to private. Take the time, go slow, find a great mentor who has the time, and, you know, go private. It's not one of them things that everybody else does. Not one of them things is, oh, the smart people can only do that. Ah, no, no. You work. Consistency and dedication is what it's all about out here right now. And I just want to let you know. You know? From one, you know, from one soul, from one spirit to another, to all y'all. You got what it takes. You just never tried it. So afraid to fail, don't even try. You're going to be sitting on that, that deathbed, I'm telling you. You're going to be sitting with some white sheets, smelling like a hospital. It's going to be weird. Young people coming in and checking on you, mad at them because they're young. Tubes in your nose and stuff, knowing, you, you know, knowing this is rap. I ain't never felt like this before. Mad as hell because you didn't even try. All the times you didn't try. All the times you just didn't even try. All the things you didn't even try to do. All the dreams you didn't even try to create or to live. Don't do it to yourself. Please don't do it. I wonder, should I do a part two of this? I'm going to go to the phone lines. 424-222-5250. It's the number you want to call to call back in. They took that other number off, that 563 number. I'm like, you know, over here in the switchboard, you know, the back office. High frequency. They changed the number back to 424. 424-222-5250. You want to come in the queue, press one. We got about seven minutes left in the broadcast. That's crazy. Time flies. I missed y'all. Can you tell I missed y'all? Woo! Yeah, about seven minutes left in the broadcast. Um, if you fall off after seven minutes, you will not be able to call back in. You have to catch you in the archives. So if you're listening live and you want to, you know, be a part of the question and answer, you might want to call in. All right, all right, all right. Phone lines. This is always weird for me, y'all. Talking to my peoples. No, not talking to my peoples. This this back this switchboard right here. Alright, let's do this. Let's do this. You know what I'm gonna start off with Sister Yvette. I think this is Yvette. Sister Yvette, peace. Sister, how you doing? Sister. What's the deal? What's the deal? Salt out. Peace community. Kings and queens. All is well. Let me tell you something. If this was not the best show, this was definitely the best show. Let me tell you something. You said the key word, yourself. Know yourself worth. Let me tell you something, Saul L. I am a 54-year-old black African-American woman, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. My parents came from the South, okay? We didn't have a whole lot, but we had our love. 
We had each other. Let me tell you something. One thing my parents instilled in me, always have manners and etiquette because it's going to open up doors. Wherever we went, our manners and our etiquette opened up doors. People knew who our parents were, and they knew the children we were. When I had my first son, I taught him, you are just as great as any other nationality, if not greater. And then I got to the point, as a matter of fact, you're greater, because it was our people who made the pyramids, okay? It was our people that did everything that America is benefiting from right now, our people of color, okay? They told my son he couldn't go to certain schools because he was in a low-income area, single-parent home. He didn't fit the criteria. I proved the statistics wrong. I took on the Board of Ed. I got free zoning, redistricting. My son went to some of the top schools in New York City. Magnet schools, gifted schools, everything. And I kept it going. My son was reading at the age of two. Never, I never read with him. I showed him flashcards with the letters and the alphabet. At the age of four, my son was reading the Daily News, the New York Post, the New York Times. At the age of four, he was the first and only African-American boy that was allowed into the Brooklyn Brooklyn College Children's Program. The youngest age was nine. They tested my son for two and a half hours and put him in the classroom with nine-year-olds up to 12 years old because he never saw himself as a child. Through that, I kept going so because this is what I need the community, my kings and queens, to understand. It is your mindset. There is life and death in the power of the tongue. How a man thinketh is how a man is. Let me tell you something. My son went from that Brooklyn College program. He took the John Hopkins scholarship test. He got a 1600 nationwide. He was in the top 5%. Mind you, I'm a single parent. I'm from the ghetto. I'm from the hood. You know, I have no purpose in thinking my son could compete with the others. 45 boarding schools called my son on his test alone. I adopted my second son at the age of two months old. 18 boarding schools called him on his test scores alone. I had my last child. She's 20. She got accepted to 23 boarding schools on test grades alone. The point I'm trying to make is you are the only person that holds your thinking. You are the only person that controls your thought. You're the only person that controls your destiny. People will put you in the box, and you will stay in that box unless you decide to come out of it. What am I trying to say? I've been on my job 26 years. I have had all kinds of people hired there because of my, my personality, and my people skills. I'm not bigging up myself, and I'm not boasting up myself. What I'm trying to say is I know whose I am. 
I know the authority I walk in, and I need my kings and queens to understand this. You get what you put back out, and you get what you give in. So the thing is, if you're nasty to people, you're going to get just that back. If you're nice to people, it comes back. That's why I keep saying karma. You get more bees with honey than vinegar. Community, get yourselves together. Treat people the way you want to be treated. For all of those that are looking down on your brothers and sisters because they're not at the status of you right now, be careful. Because the relationships we form now are going to be the relationships we need right now. See, I tell people, I've helped people on my job that didn't have a place to live, homeless, working on trucks, working in restaurants, they have good state jobs now. And they always tell you, it's Sister Yvette. It's Auntie Yvette. You know why? Because it's not, I don't look at people. I look at their needs. People, my brothers and sisters, look at the needs of your fellow man. Everybody is not worthy of your help, but we're not here to judge. We're here to help. Once you get up to the wall and you get ready to go over, make sure you reach back and grab the next one. Community, peace, my kings and queens. Remember, your mindset, elevate your thinking, elevate your thinking. Brother Saul L., you be blessed. Say a word. I don't know if my brother's coming in. Community, pray for my brother because, you know, the mindset is not right. He left his relationship. That son is still in that that chaos and that confusion, but not for long. Not for long, because I'm working hard alongside with my brother to get my nephew out of that, because he's not going to be a statistic. He's not going to die behind a bullet. He's not going to end up in somebody's institution, and he's not going to be a child left behind, because I have the track record to prove it. I've raised lawyers, doctors, judges, and nurses, and they were all in my house. I babysitted everybody's kids from the community. They are doing very well. Know your relationship. Be best, kings and queens. Peace, community. Peace, Sister Yvette. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure having you call in. Man, what's going on with the thing? I muted her. I can't unmute the sisters. But yeah, peace, sister. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. She always got some words of wisdom. <clears throat> I just felt like starting off with the sister this week. Uh, we get back to the phone lines. We streaming. You get disconnected. It's a rap. It's a rap, really. Let me go to. Let's go to Brian from the Bay. Pretty good, Brian from the Bay. What's up, man? Yo, What's going on with my man? Good man, everything good. How you doing? Right. What about you, man? How was your uh, your uh, time away from all the chaos? You just got to relax and not to think about nothing. Oh yeah, man. Yep, it was perfect. <laughs> it was absolutely perfect. That's a good thing, man. But. Yep. The only thing you were saying, yep, I mean, I, like I said, I'm happy to hear that you and your family 
had a good one. Hopefully I could be, or eventually I'll be able to do something like that. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do to get, you got to work hard right now so you can be able to do what you want to do later. So, um, yeah, the only thing I would say is, uh, you know, like you would say, it's really come down to the individual. Or I wouldn't say the individual, the the person that becomes the intellectual, because we are they got you thinking as an individual, thinking you're by yourself, nobody cares about you. But if you get what you know, people who can help you, you know, by helping you get to a certain level, and then you can be able to go further and do what you need to do. You know, because first you got to get yourself right, and then you can link up with other people that is on the same, you know, vibe on you, with you, you know. So you got people got to realize that because, you know, you can make excuses about what you can, what's holding you back because I'm a person that could sit up here and just sit up here and be like, look, you know, I'm not the quickest reader like everybody else, and, you know, I'm not. You know, never really was excelling in school other than like when it came to math. And then when I got out of school, because I started trying to find stuff myself, I started having more information than other people around me. And it was tripping me out because I'm like, well, all you people are way better, or at least to, you know, how you feel at the time, is that they way better at getting information because they're faster readers, but people are not compelled to do that because. They just are not looking internally, you know. They're not looking at themselves from, why do I feel this way? Why do I need all this stuff? Why do I constantly feel like I got to go buy these shoes or I got to go party and stuff? And like you said, then you let the outside world affect you because you ain't even on your right path or you ain't even, you know, leveled out how you should be. You ain't You ain't looked within. So you ain't even tried to figure out what's what's what uh what's why you feel this way, you know. People need to sometimes sit in rooms by themselves and just think, you know, turn off everything, stop stop listening to the music, stop watching T V and stop doing anything and just think and say, What am I trying to do? Cause all I could think about was what uh when they was talking about Malcolm. Malcolm was like you know, he got more information. Malcolm X got more and started learning more when he was in prison, because he had nothing but to nothing to do but sit there and think. Then he started reading. You know, all his information that they didn't want him to know. He started putting time into his private education because he had no choice. You know, do we have to get to that point? Hopefully, I feel like some of the people don't have to, but. You know, if you don't believe you're worth it and you believe somebody could give you a degree or a piece of paper that say you're worth something, then you only what they told you to be. If you believe you were, you know, that all, you know, that we were slaves and that's all we ever been, then that's what you're going to be. If you believe that they have all the information about your history and about who you are, then they are the barometer. They are the thing that you judge your life by. You know, people want to get these these statues, these 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 trinkets because they're like, hey, I, I made it. You know, I got this piece of paper that said I graduated from the best school in the world. But what do you have to offer? 
you know. And you see people who just start taking moves, start going and trying to make that move for themselves and start, you know, like you said, doing their own private education. And they're doing better than other people who spent their whole life doing what everybody told them. So, you know, we got to take time and I feel like look into who we are as an individual, as that person by themselves. Stop worrying about what the rest of the world thinks of you. Because if you don't love yourself, no one else could ever love you. And if you don't believe you're worth it, who's going to believe it for you? Nobody. Nobody cares about you but yourself first. And then the people that care about you are going to be around you. They're going to start vibing with you, and you're going to start vibing with them, and then y'all going to start building what you need to build to. So, you know stop praying out and start sometimes meditating because that's another thing I realized we pray for others but we need to meditate and take time to think for ourselves and just sit there and just meditate you know so that's all I gotta say I don't wanna keep you going cause you wanna probably talk to some other people so let some other people get to say what they gotta say and that's all your boy in the back appreciate you appreciate your words of wisdom Brian from the Bay. Good to hear, man. Yeah, you're right, though. That's real. Like, a lot of people can't, you know. There's a lot of people that can't just, you know, what I call it take, take your medicine. Taking your medicine. Or brutal honesty. You know, just about yourself. So I agree with you on that. But yeah, man. Thanks for calling in, man. I'm going to move on to the next call. Hey. I'm going to call you tomorrow. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, only thing I was going to say, no, I'll we... say this last thing, right? Can I say this one thing real quick? Nah, nah, you're done, son. Nah, go ahead. Okay. I got you, man. Only thing I'll think about I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you this while this you know, I was thinking, you know how you you know how people be taught in school about multiplying negatives and negatives, right? A negative plus a multiplied negative. Negative times a negative is a positive. A positive times a positive is is a positive, right? A negative times a negative I mean negative times a positive is a negative. So the whole point is is like you said. People don't want to deal with the negative. So they have a negative situation that happened in their life. That's the first thing, right? And then instead of dealing with it, they go do try to do positive stuff. Like, I'm going to go party. I'm going to go do this. So you can't do that. You're trying to just avoid the negative by doing positive. So therefore, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't, all you're doing is just letting the negative build. If people just took time and deal with with how they feel about it, that negative event could be overcome with the negative feelings because you could overcome it by dealing with that feeling, and then you can get that positive. So, you know, that's the way I look at it, and I'll leave it as that. Okay. Okay, I like it. I like it, man. All right, I appreciate it. Thanks for calling in, fam. Have a great night, man, and uh, right. I'm going to call you in the next couple of days. I'm going to keep it real. Talk to you soon, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, man. Peace. We're going to pull in Mellow. I think this is Mellow. Copper Tone? T, you know it. T to the guys. Hey, T to the guys. How you doing, fam? Uh, we doing well, you know. Out here getting ready to turn it in, you know, by the mega divine exit. 
know what I'm saying, so to speak. So uh, it's been a long one. Uh, you know, how you been, bro? You know what I'm saying? Uh, you back on this side now, so you know. We give thanks for you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I see, I see it was successful. And you definitely, uh, you know, I was well with you, man. I'm thankful. Good, good to hear your voice again, bro. Yes, yes. Appreciate it. Yeah, made it back safe. Everything, you know, everything is everything. Everything is beautiful. Right. Right, right. Yeah, man. So, you know, uh, got some things I'm working on. I'm looking at, uh, right now, taking care of some, some things concerning with a little thermodynamics for his, uh, one-on-one, you know, uh, so to speak. So, got some courses and things I'm taking up and working on building on some. So, when I set the LLC up, I have, uh, services to offer, matter of fact, so to speak. You know what I mean? To attach oh, on to this. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's definitely what it is on that. But uh, working on some things, man, putting things together carefully, strategically, and uh, definitely make sure I do it correctly. So, you know what I mean? Uh, have more respect for the foundation. They're just running into the thing. So, man, that's what it is. I've been learning more patience with discipline now. You know what I'm saying? All right. Making every, making every step count. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, True what it is, though, man. Keep moving, man. Keep moving. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, definitely uh, be reaching out to you on some, uh, you know what I'm saying, when I get a chance to go ahead and put the whole format into play. Uh, you know, make sure I got all my eyes. Got it, T's cross, so to speak, as they say. You know what I'm saying? Before I present, before I present, uh, you know what I'm saying? The actual uh, creation itself. So that's definitely what it is. And, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, looking forward to now, man, start building, bringing more solutions and remedies to a lot of issues that our people face daily. You know what I'm saying? So uh, the condition is real. So, you know, what can we say? We are. We, we do have information that others are, are, are lack. You know what I mean. So we got to recognize this too as well. The information that you so ill disseminate to the people, us, our brothers and sisters, that gives us a great deal of accountability to uphold. You know what I'm saying. And anything that we uphold with value, we hold it to high regard. You know what I'm saying. High esteem. So this is not no. Uh, overnight thing, it's not no anti-something to get you quickly, you know, into a, a quick, immediate, uh, right now position, none of that. This is no get out of jail free card. This is a way to conduct your affairs, uh, you know, as a, as a human being amongst men, you know what I'm saying, and humanity. So, uh, that's definitely what it is, and, uh, making us more competent daily in our affairs, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I definitely appreciate what you bring, brother. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And uh, giving us that accountability to be accountable for. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm, I'm definitely with you, brother. Definitely with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the background. So uh, definitely be listening out for me. I wish I'd see you shortly, though. You know what I'm saying? With that, I digress, bro. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for checking in, man. And, uh, you know, I appreciate the kind words, man. All praises to created and ancestors. You know, thank you very much. Uh, look forward to talking to you soon, man. Get home safe. And, uh, you know, if I don't talk to you sooner, I can't.
catch you next week, man. Right now, I'm over. How you doing? I'm doing well. In the Albany Yo, Project. I ain't never been there. Yes. Um. Yeah. Um. My aunt, she was like close to ninety. She said, "I'm a god that nothing about stop me." And you know, like yo, I, I'm like a lumberjack. When I hear him say, "Timber, they're gonna fall." Yo. Um. I'm up here in New York. You know, I did Bellevue. Bellevue is like a main homeless shelter. But one thing I want to say, um. Um, you family, right? Of course. Okay. Um, so um whatever I gotta do to make it happen, uh, I'm gonna make it happen, Captain. And um Um, you got a lot of calls out there. You, how many calls you can take before we get off? If I get off right now. Uh I might I might jump off after this, man. Go ahead. Okay, uh, okay, uh, okay, um, yeah, Brian from the Bay sound like my uncle, you know, that sound like my uncle, um, but anyway, um, what I want to say is like, um, um, you can make the deductions, you can make the deductions for anybody, you, you know, we get paid, we working, and I'll make the deductions and make sure you get what you, what you need to get, because you say you may not be here tomorrow, you don't never know when you're going to go off. And, 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 uh, and because of that, uh, I, I want to make the deductions. And um, and and I feel like this for people who can't be the trustees, they don't know how to do it. We're gonna do role play. A role play, if you're okay with that. And um, and this is how they have to proceed and conduct themselves. You know, this you have to have to say. This is what you must say, and they're gonna have to talk it. They have to. This is what they have to say. I'm not telling you how to do your business. I want to tell you how to do your business. But whatever you need me to do, and you make, I'm, I'll make a deduction for my pay count, or whoever make a deduction for me when I get paid, and I'll do it. I'll sign the contract. You know, whether I have to do it or I have to, or don't have to do it, and um, and that's what I have to say. You know, you know, is everything all right? Everything is good, man. How you doing? You doing good? That's good. Um, yeah, hey, what can I say? You know, um, you know, you talk to mermaid, I'll talk to Yogi Beer. <laughs> you know, um, you know, Yogi Beer is smarter than the average beer. They got some people some people I laugh over, some people can't deal with the sea. You know what I'm saying? You know, they're afraid of the water. You know? And one thing about birds, they don't never have to worry about they can fly, they never have to worry about falling, you know? So it's how it is. That land and sea. You know? Got you. Appreciate yeah. you, man. Thank how you for checking doing? in. How you doing? How you I'm doing how you I'm, doing? I can't complain, man. Like you know, I just got back from vacation. Uh, yo, you know, I I, I yo, feel recharged. I'm feeling good. Tell me something. I'm a gardener. I'm a gardener. You know how you say your whatever your last name, your shoemaker, whatever. I'm a gardener. You know that. I'm a gardener. Yeah. 
I'm a guard. Gotcha. You know, whether you want to be guard or you want to... Our problem is security. That's our problem. Reagan got bust. So, yo, how somebody going to walk up to Reagan and bust him? You know, how somebody going to throw the um, stuff at the motorcade bush? How somebody going to spray the White House with Obama? It doesn't matter. How somebody going to walk up and, and spray your, your clique? You got money. Our problem is when we got money, we don't have security. I'm a security guard. Yeah, you know, I'm not trying to be a, 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 a target. I'm not trying to be a spotlight. Don't put me in the spotlight. You know, I mean, see, I'm in the spotlight right now. But yo, no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm invisible. You know, that's gotcha. our problem. When we get money. We want to flash. We young. We young people. They want to flash. They don't know about like staying invisible. They want to show off. You cannot show off. You show off, and you don't have a security. You gonna get it. That's real talk. If you even you big up, you big up there. Reagan guy, he got popped by the twenty two. That Bush, they threw eggs at his motorcade. They ran up on Obama, sprayed the White right House with AK forty seven. Come on, yo. Now, if I'm, if I'm in charge of security, ain't nobody walking up and playing my clip. <coughs> ain't nobody. You know? Anybody I work for, you're not spraying them. They ain't getting close to them. My name is a gardener. All right, man, I got it. Brownsville Gardener. We got to get a body here. I don't know how much time is left. Appreciate you for checking in, though, man. Hope you're doing well. All right. You know? Keep doing well. Right. Love you, man. Take care. That's of my name, Dal Gardner, right? My name is da- my name is Dal Gardner, right? That's what you I'm told me. Gardner. Your name was. That's right. I'm a gardener, Dal Gardner. Check me out. I'm, that's who I am. I guard. I got it, and I'm a guard. You give it to me, I'm a guard. All right. All right, fam. Have a good one. Peace. You Talk too, to fam. Soon, fam. Peace. All right, definitely. And I'm out. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for checking out the show. Thanks for, you know, coming back after a week off. <laughs> it's like I was gone for one week. I felt like everybody was going to run away. But you didn't. And I love you. I appreciate you. Um, next week, same thing, same time. Email me. Admin at welcometothefoundation.com if you want to get at me. Um, like I said, trustee training. You just want to say what's up. You want to hit me with some current events. Whatever you want to do, I appreciate it. All the interactions, all the energy, I appreciate. And um, I'm very grateful for it. So thank you very much. Welcome to the foundation.com. Like I always say, at the very least, sign up for the email list. Because it's like the cool club. You want to be cool, and you'll be on, you know, the email list for welcome to the foundation.com. That's what so said. That's what so said. But no, seriously, I appreciate y'all. Thank you very much. As always, every week, y'all come with the numbers. It's getting bigger and bigger um, every week. I feel like I'm holding the torch over here at high frequency. But, you know, Yusuf is doing his dance. Check him out on YouTube. Check out Yusuf at highfrequencyradionetwork.com. As always, he's been putting in work. He'll continue to do so. Check me out. So, L, welcome to the foundation.com. And once again, the email admin, just like it sounds, at welcome to the foundation 
Com. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good week. Enjoy yourself. Love yourself. Try something different. Try something exciting this week. I'd appreciate that. Take care of yourself, though. And understand that, you know, most people aren't having the best lives. So when they're coming at you, it's not you. More than likely, it's them. And be easy. Be gentle. Because we all hurting and we all going through something. You understand? Exactly. Welcome to the foundation.com, highfrequencyradionetwork.com. Once again, appreciate y'all. Next week, same time, same network. Y'all have a good one. Thank you and peace to the God. Doing the same all the way live. High Frequency Radio. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.